Hello and welcome to... (laughs) (laughs) I blew it out my nose and it's burning. Not my nose. It's like when you inhale water on accident. <laughs> what's, what's Are the, you okay? What's the flavor though? Maybe that scent it will stay. Is it cotton candy? <laughs> Tastes like burning. Right. Dragon fruit. I'm okay, good. so so uh, so you're good. Yes, I'm sorry. Okay, let's try that again. Hello and welcome to episode 84 of the Destroy the Brain podcast. I'm Andy Treffenbach. Jeremy Jones. Patrick Hortkamp. And Niles Maddox. And today we are talking about, well, we're celebrating going back to ghoul. I don't know if we're celebrating. It's just happening. Oh, yeah. we're going back to ghoul. Yeah, I don't even think that's a thing, Andy. I think you're just playing on words right there. Well, I thought it was good play on words. Jeremy came up with it. Well, he's a genius. Yeah. Well, then why are you knocking the shit? I'm not. We're already off to a good first day. Yeah. Why are you begging so (laughs) hard? Settle down. (laughs) Settle down, class. This is going to be the worst school year yet. Oh. (laughs) Okay. So anyway. We got past that morning show shit a while ago. Okay. <laughs> you know what we need? A sound effects board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was set at one uh, point. We, we had one, remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got out of control. It was all fucking mummy screams. Anyway, so while we were gone, we're going to talk about uh, some stuff that we have enjoyed through consumption of our media, whether it be TV shows, movies, books, or just being out there having a real life experience something like that i don't know we'll see what the list entails uh, okay i got some movies i watched I, I got some movies. <laughs> i got like three movies <laughs> cool yeah no more summer bummer look no the, more summer the bummer. halloween decorations are coming out so look, Andy didn't want to do a really great episode for a double feature. Oh, oh junk yeah, color, yeah. So. Let's let's talk about that. Yeah, what were we well, we do? don't need to talk to. We were going to do Ghost Shark and uh, oh yeah, uh, Savage Beach, but we missed Shark Week. So once a little bit. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> no, this is just like fuck it. Yeah. Every week can be Shark Week. I, I don't yeah. think I've ever celebrated Shark Week. I just want to throw that out there. Well, have, really you, have, you, have you celebrated it? Do you like dress up for I, it? No, I think <laughs> I, make, I make snacks, but I don't really do it anymore because it's all bullshit, like stupid. Is this okay? So my understanding is, when I was a kid, Shark Week was the week that like uh, TBS or TNT or something showed Jaws movies all week. Is that not the uh, case? Well, Discovery? No, I mean or Discovery. Yeah, yeah, they would like yeah. show. Well, so, so Discovery. This is Discovery's Discovery baby. And yeah, it was. Specials on it. I'm sorry, we have to address it as Warner Brothers Discovery now? Thank you. No, thanks. Well, thank you. I I never actually knew what Shark Week was. No, that's okay. But like AMC, well, even a couple years ago, AMC was doing like Jaws Marathon the weekend it started. Yeah, yeah. That's what I... Sci-fi will show, you know... Shark movies all sure. week. Like everybody kind of catches it. National Geographic was like, oh, well, we're doing sharks all month because we're going to like but, one up. So it's not a recognized federal holiday, though. No. <laughs> okay. No, Unfortunately, no. not. Banks do not close on Shark Week. Okay. Sorry. Maybe they should. They probably should. But whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's 
federal holiday. <laughs> it's a federal, yeah. it's a federal goddamn holiday. <laughs> Can't come in today. Shark week. <laughs> shark week. I did Sharks. not take the week off for Shark Week, mm. but I did watch a lot of shark movies at the beginning of July. Okay, well, let's talk about your spooky summer. Or, or none of them no, are worth kidding. talking about. No, it is. It is. It's uh, okay because I went. Uh, I decided to do a shark attack franchise rewatch, um, which <laughs> wow, crickets. Okay, um, I'm sorry. What are there a franchise shark attack? Yeah. So, is oh, everyone God. familiar with like New Image? Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Image Films. So they were a part of Canon in the like later days. Yeah, which is how I'm filming I in South Africa and like. Belarus. I think that's like the two okay. places they film. Belarus. <laughs> Look it up. Um, and after Canon dissolved, they started, they kind of kept going as their own separate company. So, in a and, way, they're post Canon. Yes. Basically. Um, but, like Boaz Davidson, who worked on, or, you know, came over from Israel with the Menachem and Yoram. I yeah. say by their first name, like everyone knows that. Golden Globe. Well, I. I mean, you're talking about canon. Hopefully, everybody knows these chaps by their their first name. Anyways, <laughs> 1999, they put out a shark movie called Shark Attack, starring Casper Van Dien and Ernie Hudson. That oh, I like him. Shot in. He was in <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> was he? Oh, he was also in The Crow. I mean, Grace and Frankie. He's, yeah, he's pretty great. Yeah. And, oh, oh, Grace and Frankie, <laughs> huh? I only know that because <laughs> my fiance likes to watch it. Okay. Okay. I saw him. Um, and I was like, "Oh!" So it had been. I, I've been a big fan of this series. I love terrible shark movies to a certain extent. The <laughs> I get very little mileage out of a lot of the Asylum films. Um, kind of the new image era where they were using a lot of documentary footage mm-hmm. and like fake sharks is like my shit because it is just ridiculous. Um. So the first movie, and it took me a while to realize, because they keep talking about, like, cancer, like, sharks curing cancer. And I'm like, what? Why do they? And it's because of, it's a Deep Blue Sea ripoff, which it took me this long, 23 years to realize <laughs> Shark Attack came out the same year by a low-budget company oh, okay. as a Deep Blue Sea ripoff. Yeah, I know. I, I get what yeah. you're saying. Like when, you know, like a blockbuster, you get like, so what's the big like, one for the summer? Like, like oh, the 12, Asylum. The Mockbuster. Yes, it's like it. what the Asylum is yeah. doing. Yeah. Um, the Mockbuster. There's that new one, Asylum, but I was like, bullet train down or something. <laughs> it's like... You know what? God bless them for you. We're still going. No, no, like... Yeah, good on them. Um, did not enjoy that one as much as I remember. <laughs> um, I picked up from... Uh, I want to say it's not Mill Creek. It is. What's the other one? Uh, Echo Bridge. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think Echo Bridge put it out on Blu-ray. Um, eight Shark movies when the Meg came out to kind of like cash in on that. Yeah, yeah. So I bought... It's a two-disc set, four movies per disc, and... It suffers for. <laughs> mm, cool. Who would have thought? Um, two is they capture Great White in captivity, which has never been done. It's not thriving, and there's a woman who's trying to kill it because her sister was eaten by the Great White. Uh, that one, it takes place in South Africa. Shark Attack 3 Megalodon is probably the one people know the most because yeah. of how outrageous it is. Mm. Um, starring John Barrowman. 
who would later do like a bunch of British TV. Okay. Torchwood. Um, oh, okay. He's that guy. Yeah, Torchwood. He was on Arrow for a few seasons okay. as uh, Malcolm Merlin. Um, I don't know him really well. Again, just the using of oh nature footage and like blowing it up to make the sharks appear bigger. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. D- classic. So really like the last movie, which I didn't know for years was a sequel, is called The Shark Zone. <laughs> and it is about shut up Jeremy no this is dumb. So there are, it is dumb but that's the whole point and in this there is like some shit like buried treasure that's been guarded by these sharks for whatever reason no there's not <laughs> there is why are you so negative I'm not trying to be are you crying no okay <laughs> um I don't, there's no one of, you know, I don't think there's anybody of note in this movie who'd be like, oh, there, it's this person. But not only does Shark Zone recycle footage <laughs> from nature documentaries, you know, all this yeah, uh, library footage, they also take scenes from Shark Attack 3 Megalodon and repurpose them <laughs> for their own movie. So it just God. is like a shark eating its own tail in terms of the footage. Like... <laughs> Like, like like Silent or, Night Deadly Night or, 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 <laughs> yeah it's kind of like Silent Night Deadly Night but Part nobody's two. telling a yeah. flashback <clears throat> um, it's this dream se- it, there's this amazing dream sequence at the beginning which is footage from Shark Attack 3 where they blow the brains out of a shark with a shotgun and then the guy sticks his head in the water and screams open mouth underwater mm. um, Jeremy who hurt you are you okay? This is well. We don't have time for that episode, but <laughs> I'm just on. saying. Like, look, I had you know. So you had a bad summer, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, this is like sucked. I had a worse time watching Ghostbusters Afterlife than the Shark Attack movie. Oh. <laughs> oh, real talk, real talk. Don't hurt my heart. I, I didn't think it was that bad. No, it was fine. All right. It ain't that good. It's fine. Ain't that bad? Ain't that good? I don't own it's it. Fine. I haven't rewatched it. Could have been a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. I remember having fun with it. <laughs> I'm glad others enjoyed it, and that's why I'm here. He doesn't I did mean not. that. No, that's like I understand why people do, but it just <clears throat> didn't. It rang hollow for me. Mm. It rang hollow. But Shark Assassin number twenty three. <laughs> I'm not saying like I'm not trying to defend. It's actually ninjas that are sharks and sharks that are also ninjas. <laughs> no, that's my draft I'm working on. Yeah. But. <laughs> Yeah, let's not talk about that, though. We don't want anybody to steal it. But the aside, what I like about the new image of movies is that it's before CGI really took over, and it just kind of became absurd. Yeah. And, like... Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah, because you can basically do what, what can you, I can, say? you can make anything now. Mm-hmm. Right. Shit, sh- CGI, but, the, like, making physical effects, like... Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I will, I actually watched the Jaws franchise for like a week. So, oh, uh, one through five, right? No, <laughs> I literally stopped at three. Well, that was it. Is that what you want to talk about? You no, not at you all. Stopped at I was three. just letting you know. I also watched. Sharks. You didn't watch Jaws: The Revenge. Oh man, oh. that's a that's a treat. I had a hard time going through three. I was by myself though. And then the reward once you get past, you know, the revenge three. is cruel Jaws. Well, so. 
three is a hard obstacle to overcome. <laughs> I mean, Jeremy, I think if you show me it's any movie bad. and you know sit next to me and throw liquor down my gullet, I will pretty much watch anything and laugh at it. So. <laughs> I'm gonna make so, you watch something sober yeah. and make you laugh at it. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, can happen. So I don't know. Shark I, movies. I had fun with the Shark Attack series. Cool. Like, it's not for everyone, yeah. Obviously, but it's more educational than the fucking shit that passes on Discovery um, for Ooh. Shark Week, and that's why, however many years ago, I did that Shark Week or sci-fi mo- or shark movie, yeah. Um, category of trivia. Right. Right. And that was that was tough. Yeah, yeah. I I that would have been one round that would have failed. That was all you. I know. <laughs> I don't know if I would have gotten him right if I was just looking at him. Who would have thought Voodoo Sharks would be a real Shark Week special? <laughs> yes, that's like what they're naming shit. <laughs> you got Nelson's attention. Uh, <laughs> I decided not to watch and Shark Week this year because. There's a series they did, or a special, called Great White Serial Killer. About, like, a shark that was a... (laughs) And it's, like, a real case, I guess. But I was like, this is not why I watch this. (laughs) Just give me ear jaws, man. Did you watch the new Reef movie? The Reef? Uh, I haven't seen the new one, no. It's on Shudder, right? Yeah, I saw it was released on Shudder. I'm just curious. Okay. Okay. All right, Patrick, what about you? What's been going on? Yeah, I was not expecting to talk about that. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Uh, I watched My Demon Lover. Oh. <laughs> Scott Valentine classic. Oh, oh VHS. Boy. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if there's any... Uh, I, I, no, I think I you're right. It has had a digital release. Uh, Voodoo's got it. Mm, if you want to watch well, it for Voodoo, two, baby. $2.99. Give it a rent. My Demon Lover is pretty entertaining. It's it's fun. It's a it's a little lighthearted. Uh, I mean, there's probably some jokes that wouldn't land today, but you know, it's a it's a romantic comedy horror. For and those that don't know, would you explain the premise? Yeah, let's let's hear. So, <laughs> I always got this one mixed up with uh, my best friend's a vampire. So, it's <laughs> it's okay. I guess you could say. I that. think the easiest way is girl meets guy girl and guy get along but what happens is when the guy gets turned on oh turns no into the demon, demon gets loose yeah <laughs> but it's funny because wow patrick what, hang on <laughs> hang on like? hang on yeah hang it's on it's exactly like this so they're like they're falling for each other he, he's at her apartment they start baking out and then, oh, don't look at me. He's like hiding in the bathroom and he has to leave. And she's like, what What the fuck? And she broke all of deliverance starts. So, so, you know, eventually uh, he comes back and, you know, he's like, you're not going to believe this. But, you know, they, they talk and he explains, you know, whenever I get aroused. I turned into a demon. Yeah. So <laughs> she's, all, so she's like, "Well, let's test this out. And make out." And he's like, "No." no. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's the like, just watch it. Would you say he's a <laughs> sea- watch semen demon? Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what you what? heard. <laughs> yeah. I said it. What? 
done. Anyway, uh, my demon lover, my demon lover, Features? Scott Valentine. So you you liked uh, it? It was funny. Okay, cool. From Growing Pains, right? I think Scott Valentine was on Growing Family Pains. Family ties. I no, you're I right. Don't know. right. Family ties. Okay. I was thinking of Boner, who is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which makes sense for this movie. Yeah. Who is, of course, Ragman. So yeah. I was thinking of Trick or Treat. My apologies. Yeah, but, uh, I don't. Know. It's a fun movie. It's got who's that like old guy that was like the spokesperson for a bunch of stuff in the eighties? Like, hi, Kate. Like he would show up and like he does his whole. Show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? Hey, hi. <laughs> I don't know what the way you said that. So let's say let's say Andy does. I'm like a mattress commercial say, and dirt cheap. Let's if say, we figure out the, who the, he's the, talking about and it sounds nothing hold like on, that, I was gonna on, say hold if on, if, on, if Andy <laughs> ends up doing. Oh god! Hi guys! If you ever end up doing bumpers for destroy the brain, have Jeremy do it in that voice. Hi guys! Destroy the brain. Uh, hey, hey hi! Hey hi! Nice to know ya. <laughs> you like horror movies? <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what are we doing? Are we trying to find out who this person is? Can I say my yeah. first thing yet? Yeah. It's been an hour already. <laughs> I got two more things. Go ahead. Really? Yeah, I'm No, dead Patrick, are you done? Yeah, my demon lover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Presented by that guy from the 80s. Hey, how you doing? Hey, guys. Um. So, yeah, Andy, you know, yeah. Destroy the Brain showed Tenebrae. That was oh, the last yeah. film to be shown at Late Night Crane House. So, in preparation for that, actually, right before the movie, we left for the movie, we watched bird with a crystal plumage which is Ooh. what i consider the closest thing to tenebrae it's about basically similar stories you have an american who's trapped in italy well that's all you the giallo kind of right but architecture, american right? yeah but i'm just saying those two i mean out of all of his stuff those two are very much alike anyways american in a foreign land american in yep. a foreign land and then gets caught up in a murder mystery yeah so yeah this one um is actually i think it's his tamest movie oh, because yeah. it's straight up like watching an episode of like columbo with lots of blood yeah so in some style yeah it's i think it's beautiful but uh, now, just uh, one more thing oh, before Jesus you leave. <laughs> don't say columbo if you don't no, want columbo's here <laughs> he's back Yes, just one I've actually been watching a lot of Columbo. No, I just yeah. want to throw that out there. It's on Peacock. It's on the cock of the P. The cock of the P. Oh, God. Semen. Demon. Demon lover. So, anyways, uh, I'll give you, like, a rough synopsis so, we, like, people who haven't seen it. Um, basically, there's a, uh American uh, writer who is in uh, visiting in Italy, and he's actually done doing whatever he needed to do there. Um, so he's like kind of shacked up with this girl there and you know, we don't know how long that's going on, but yeah. basically he's got a girlfriend, but he's about to bounce. He's like, I got a plane tomorrow. He's on his way home and ends up witnessing basically a struggle in an art gallery where he notices basic, what it looks like to him is, uh, a man in a black trench coat, black leather gloves, 
and a knife. Looks like it's struggling and fighting with a woman. You see the woman fall down the stairs. He kind of runs away. He runs up to the building to see what's going on, and he gets basically trapped. It's They actually have a security system that when somebody walked into that front door, the back door, the door would shut behind them. And so he actually ended up being trapped in the space and this it's all glass. So he's just sitting there watching this girl basically bleed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a very intense scene. Actually, I, I hate to say this, but it's, I think it's one of his best movies because I, agree. I think it's, <clears throat> I think he does things in it. That's pretty solid. And I know that's, it's an early one for him too. So I just feel like it might be, some of the things he's exploring are very Hitchcocky and like he's trying to like compete at this point it feels like well yeah whenever I came over to the to the states yeah I mean they obviously laid in on the Hitchcock reference oh and, for sure and look you know I mean I think Burr with the Crystal Plumage is probably his most uh, I don't want to say cohesive but it makes the most sense competent yeah uh, directorial I mean it's his directorial debut yeah and he comes out really strong. There's not a lot of fantasy elements Mm-mm, to it. So I think that's where people get tripped up on it. Um, there's not tons of style. I mean, the style is very subdued versus like it's not bombastic or no. outrageous like no, Tenebrae no, 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 no. and stuff like that. You know, there's there's very simple shots. It's more of a character study and storytelling. Yeah. And it it. It is uh, taking a reference from the Screaming Mimi uh, short film, or short film, short story. Okay. Um, Which is, uh, from what I kind of read about, is pretty, it's a pretty common crime story. Okay. Or a mystery story. So. Interesting. Anyway, um, no, it's obviously one of my favorites, if not my favorite Argento. Yeah, I just, I mean, it was one of those things we had planned on rewatching it anyways. And I was like, oh shit, you're showing Tenebrae. This is actually a perfect time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it definitely warmed me up for watching Tenebrae because it was like, okay, here's one step further. And you see him go into his own style yeah. and you see him do his own thing with mm-hmm. Tenebrae for sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, I mean, you could show this to anybody and they'd, they not only get it on the first watch, yeah, they wouldn't be confused at all. And then you know, it's it's a solid movie. It has, I would say, it's a little slow at times because it's basically dialogue driven. I think you can make a, a little bit of a tighter edit. Yeah, I'd for say. sure, for sure. But I think overall, you know, it's a good, you know, kind of who done it. And there is a big twist. So and the twist works. It oh, still yeah. works. Yeah, it works so well. Yeah. Um, for sure. I, it's. I don't think I've seen it since. It's Since late I night right it. now, yeah. it, but I, you know, when I got into Argento, really gravitated towards that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Eric Eyeball and I had a weird experience uh, whenever they were doing those Slasher Sundays mm-hmm. at the church. Mm-hmm. The church. Like, it was, I can't remember, I want to say it was winter or something, and it was too cold in the church, so we watched The Bird with the Crystal Plumage in a nursery. Wow, it was that weird. Sounds spooky. <laughs> I was like, man, it would have been cooler if it was deep, deep red. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. but no, it was it was cool. Like I remember, I was playing like the Suspiria theme on like a little child xylophone. Oh, nice, that's awesome. <laughs> it was like me and a few other people just watching this, and it. it I think watching it, and then I want to say maybe Chris. Melkis talked about it afterwards. Um, it is one of my favorites. I mean, obviously, I have that fucking huge sheet 
in my office. So, yeah. um, I think it is probably the best Argento film, but what Argento obviously became popular with was like the set pieces, Suspiria. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not necessarily his calling card. I split, I, guess I mean, I always split his stuff into two veins, right? So, For sure. So it's like, honestly, what we did was, so we watched Bird, then we watched Tenebrae, then we watched Deep Red, and then yeah. we watched Opera. Oh, because shit. I yeah. actually think that's like kind of the order to go in. Because I, I tie all those together, and for me, they're the most, I think they're the solid pieces he has. I think Suspiria is great, but again, it's kind of wacky. And well, yeah. I like I like it's watching a different that type and of movie. Latin phenomena back to back is good. So. Yeah, I th- I view Suspiria like I know people will. I say, mean, it's not Giallo, so no, it's, not, it's not. But but that's okay too, though. And right. But I, what I'm getting at is, yeah. I guess, like you're naming all of his Gialli. his real. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I view Suspiria not to get too off topic from what you're saying, but like how you were talking, how it's like. Yeah. different kind of movie. Two veins, yeah, yeah. Like how it's kind of wacky. Mm-hmm. Like Phenomena not, would fit not with the necessarily plot, whoops, Whoa. not necessarily Yay. plot driven. Yeah. But I feel like there's a lot of movies like that that work in that vein where yeah. it's like, I don't know, I, I just consider it a different kind of storytelling. Well, yeah, I yeah, know. I, you know, the thing is, is my big, why I say it's in two separate categories. This is all like supernatural stuff. Yeah. So actually yeah. in reality, I find this stuff more interesting, but I would say if you want to watch like a good murder mystery, those yeah. are pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. He pushes boundaries that you're like, is yeah. this super, is this something fantastical it's or, you know, a little harder to find at least in America, but his, Third Jello, Four Flies on Grey Velvet. Oh yeah, I've seen it. Um, yeah, I it's really just liked, had problematic releases. Like the reveal of what the title is. It mm-hmm. is very. And it's well, we're not talking about that. But I right. was when I finally got to see it, I was very into it. Yeah, no, it's it's a good movie. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I I, I really, you know, Argento is one of a kind. Yeah, you know, so. But I figured I'd talk about this since we showed yeah. Tenebrae. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, oh, that's a, a good, good like. And it had been a while since I know, like, Last Jiven recently showed it and I watched a little bit on there, but didn't watch the whole movie. So I was yeah. happy to see it in theaters. Yeah. Right. Always. What'd you watch, Andy? Or Reed? Yeah. Well, I kind of, <sighs> maybe I went into a little different direction. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> what? Apparently, I didn't understand the assignment. Uh, which is funny because this is what <laughs> you didn't understand your own assignment. Yeah. So, uh, what I wanted to talk about, it w- was kind of highlights of something. So obviously like a lot of people, they watch stranger things season four. Right. And, uh, the whole character with Eddie Munson is obviously like a commentary on satanic panic. Yeah. What I recently watched was a documentary called the acid King. This is a, okay documentary that has like Jim Van Beber in it and Mm -hmm. a couple of other like kind of notable satanic panic figures uh, that talk about and mainly people that you lived where this whole event took place does everybody know what I should probably explain this no okay so the acid king is a nickname from this uh, kid this teenager called Ricky Casso 
And um, if you're if you've ever heard that fucking Weeda song, that's the story ties in with that because the main guy from Weedus grew up pretty much next door to Ricky Casso. And Ricky Casso essentially can be stemmed to the beginning of the satanic panic in the 80s. Interesting. And I think what this was, it was just interesting to watch a fictional, you know, move or series with Stranger Things and have that portrayed in there um just because like yeah that was a scary fucking time in the 80s and i know they set it up pretty well at the end of the third season where they they start talking about the satanic panic after the mall burns down which you know if you remember anything about satanic panic in the 80s it started with the dungeons and dragons and then kind of carried over to Ricky Casso who wasn't into Dungeons and Dragons he was just a misfit fucked up kid that did not have a good home and you know just fucked with LSD and all uh-huh. sorts of fucking drugs and essentially killed some people so and because of his prosecution that's what started everything because he was wearing like an Iron Maiden shirt. So that's yeah. why that lines in that Weeda song and all this other stuff. So it, it was just really interesting. And the other thing I would say is like the backdrop of reading the Satanic Panic book that's edited by uh, Paul Carote from Connexploitation uh-huh. and Carla Janice, who just recently came out with the uh, full core documentary that you can watch on Shutter. Yeah. She's got uh, the 10th anniversary edition of House of Psychotic Women. Uh, you can buy that from Severn Films. They also have a box set coming out. I've pre-ordered that. I'm excited to get I'm that. Um, but no, it, it was, you know, I finished that book, I, I guess, earlier this year or last year or maybe late last year. Mm-hmm. And it's just a whole bunch of essays, but they talk about Ricky Casso, and then, like, they kind of go in chronological order, which is nice. Uh, And it's about the effects in North America, mainly the U.S. It dips into Canada a little bit, and then it also goes into uh, Australia, of all places. Like, Satanic Panic hit there in the 90s. But it's just interesting. Uh, What I'll say is, like, I really liked Stranger Things Season 4. I thought the Duffer Brothers did a great job. Yeah, um, I don't know if the way they handled Satanic Panic worked too well when they kind of filtered it through the jock high school character. Like, oh, I know what you're saying. Maybe would have felt more organic coming from parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, that that's who. Yeah, the parents. Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, it's 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 they, Indiana, so maybe so, these parents are influencing these kids to act but and do stuff. They didn't. But here's my guess. Like shot in the dark, they didn't want to. Where part of it was coming from was maybe Christianity. Yes. Protestant. 100%. And they don't want to incriminate making... They don't want to alienate an audience, so they don't want to... Yeah, you're... I mean, you're absolutely... Yeah. Why I, alienate I, half your audience? I don't blame them for You that. know, like, even yeah, if yeah. you, like, mention for a lot of people the church or something, they're like, oh, no, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, it's just you don't talk about religion and stranger things. That's kind of... Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of... should be a rule. <laughs> 
but uh, yeah, the the documentary, the Acid Kings, really good. If you're so, somewhat interested in Satanic Panic, or maybe you don't know about it, I think it's a very important Where subject did you to release. Watch this? So I watched uh, the Acid King on Tubi because that is technically the only place you can okay. watch it right now. Man, Tubi's a treasure. Um, I believe it is coming out on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and I do plan on picking it up because it's really no good. Um, and uh, some people are curious why like jim van bevers in it and yes he is he is a little friendly with that that director there's two directors behind that movie um the acid king or uh, the, okay. the documentary i should say but w- where jim van bever also comes into play is he created my sweet satan which is a story pretty much about ricky casso oh okay it's okay it's a fictionalized telling of it it's yeah. drama but it, it's pretty much the same thing. So, um, and then, you know, obviously he, he moved on to Charlie's family, which everybody knows as the Manson family. Yeah. So it, it's just kind of interesting to, to hear his perspective because he also grew up kind of around the area, but kind of not, I think. So anyway, uh, I would recommend like if you enjoyed Stranger Things and you don't know anything about the Satanic Panic stuff, read up on it. That mm-hmm. I'll I'll drop a link in the show notes for that book that I mentioned, and then I'll drop a link to uh, watch The Acid King and probably pre-order it on Blu-ray. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, Jeremy, what else? I want to actually bring up uh, twenty twenty-two is a year I've really gotten into audiobooks. Um, and I envy you for this. I really want to. Well, it's so it's not always, you know, with my job situation, working from home for a while now, like I burnt myself out on podcast pretty quick because I listen to everything. Yeah, you you listen to probably more than I do. But it's to the point where I've only listened to like three now. Okay. Like, but because I was just so I want, you know. Uh, unlimited power <laughs> um it honestly wasn't until <laughs> the wishmaster novelization came out <laughs> that i started really listening to audiobooks um good job sean yeah and uh sean was kind enough to provide me with a like copy for review nice which of course i hate it now um <laughs> but then my dumbass just kept not canceling my audible Subscription, so I ended up with a lot of free credits. I just finished uh, Grady Hendrix's The Final Girl Support Group. Mm. It came out in 2021, and the premise behind it is that it is all... It is six survivors of killers, um, all based on... You know, there is Danny, whose brother broke out of the mental hospital and came home on Halloween night, and she killed him. There's... Adrian, who survived, uh, you know, he was she was a camp counselor and she was the only survivor of that. Um, <laughs> Marilyn, who was from Texas and ran into a family of cannibals. I get what's happening yeah. here. Um, so our main character is Lynette, and it took me a while, and they don't really reveal who, like who she because you figure out who everyone is pretty quickly, um, from the other, um, but she's a very paranoid. You know, I don't know. She's a, she survives through means of a lot of layers and repetition and like safeties. It's very she has a very elaborate daily plan to make herself feel normal. Um, 
And what happens is one day, um, Adrian, who is kind of the most successful of the final girls, and this is a world where everyone's had movies made about their stories. So Mm. like the slasher movies exist in that world as well. The franchises. So some of them see money from it and do well. Some of them blow it all like the um, Nightmare on Elm Street girl who is just a train wreck. Um, is that someone kills the um, Friday the 13th final girl. Then the Halloween final girl gets arrested. Somebody uh, raids Lynette's home and she has to like flee and like basically she's on the run from the cops and she has to figure out who's kind of setting up Ooh, I like all this. these final girls. Yeah. It's okay. Fair, it's a very good I mean Grady Hendrix very knowledge, you know, great writer, very knowledgeable about the genre, plays with it. Um, I might read this as a real book. I think you should. Sounds um, cool. Yeah, I, I've been meaning to read that, and like my, I, I wanted to do my best friend's exorcism first. And yeah, which so, is becoming a movie. Which well, is it is a movie coming out like this fall. Yeah, on, yeah. Which oh, nice. I didn't even know they had filmed. It's on Prime, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's his first like adaptation as well. Yes, it is. Um, Horror Adrian, Story's been worked on, but yeah. like I, that's a I don't weird think one. That's and got you any probably have it. to have like a pretty decent budget to do it in a yeah. IKEA-ish store. <laughs> yeah, and it's got a really weird. That one has the ending. I like the ending because it's hopeful. Uh huh. Um, but it's a really kind of weird, abrupt. Like the denouement is good. Uh, but like the actual climax for me kind of is abrupt okay in horror store um but adrian king of friday the 13th reads this uh mm. audiobook mm. yeah um that's cool see i like when audiobooks do stuff like that and i i will say that i really can't listen to audiobooks while working it's too distracting yeah that's what i worry about it's I, like what am i gonna so do I, just sit on a fucking couch well, and listen to it it's like when i'm cooking when i'm out like walking when i'm driving you know when i'm doing chores around the house i listen to audiobooks yeah i i just worry i won't retain that knowledge it's one of those like i can't you know play like video games and listen to an audiobook no it's like right. too <laughs> um, and I, I, I actually tried with my best friend's exorcism. Listened to it while I worked, and I did not. It was fine, but I had to kind of stop and like go back. I was like, yeah. "What just happened?" Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, really enjoying the kind of audiobook format. It's I haven't read as much like physical books this year, but well, I I kind of took a cue from. Niles's page and did a free trial for YouTube Premium. Mm. And I found an audiobook for The Haunting of Hill House. Mm. And because you have premium, you can like shut down your phone and it won't stop the audio. Yeah. So I've been trying to listen and read along nice. with it yeah. to kind of help me progress. Interesting. Because I've been reading that book for. How's that working for you? I mean, it, how is that going? It's good, but I. I really want to try to get in the habit of like going to bed early setting up and reading it yeah versus like 
That and that's lately we've been watching Mama's Family. So. <laughs> well, yeah, because your ass bought it on Voodoo. Yeah. We're getting older. Like, Fuck yeah! Remember this show? No, I mean that's my healthy habit. Is is usually I'll yeah up. I'll be like oh, so basically I, I copied it. off of you. Yeah, I was like I could <laughs> I could watch TV for another half an hour or I could just lay in bed read and gently fall asleep while I'm reading. And yeah. that's kind of it's been, what I usually like to do. The I've been struggling with a book since March. Just it's good, but it's dense. Um, I started a new true crime book. Oh, yeah. I'm hello. <laughs> um, yeah, so I haven't really been. Maybe I'm. I'm probably just gonna drop the physical book I'm reading for like October and focus on. I just keep buying books. No way. <laughs> I'm. Shocked. I bought a book on Columbine. Oh. I don't know if sounds I want like to read that. Yeah. Sounds like a happy oh, fucking read. God too damn. depressed. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because like I went on eBay to buy a specific copy of Mindhunter because yeah. I liked the cover of it. And at the same time, I bought Columbine. I'm like, am I okay? <laughs> I So I, I read quite a bit. And when I used to work like in, I don't know, with people, I would read a lot at work. Yeah, uh, but I can't. I'm a very empathetic reader and can't like. There are books I've had to stop reading at work because I'm just like I'm not gonna go and talk to these fucking people. Right. Uh, mm. Has anybody read any Tim O'Brien? <laughs> no. He is a. I've uh, heard he's a hard read though. He's a Vietnam vet and he writes about his experiences in Nam. No. No. And so yeah. I was reading the things they carried at work, <laughs> and I had to stop because I was like, nobody cares about your. Any like, if a customer tried to talk to me, like nobody cares about your fucking problems. Listen to all this shit, <laughs> and I was like, all right. Like I was like really upset one day, uh, reading, and I was like, okay, reading that at home, <laughs> compartmentalizing. Oh, man. Uh, great, like great author, but yeah, it is, you know, a little rough. It's, yeah. it's some real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We tried to escape. That's <laughs> well, but you know what? It, it's totally fair. It's I, I think you can't just buy a book on Columbine and say we read yeah. to escape. No, no, no. I know. It's, it, that's why I'm like, well, it's not always an escape, and that's the funny thing about consuming like horror because you know we. It's funny how like true crime and horror movies kind of run hand in hand with some people. But I've never really been that all. guy. I've never really been that guy though. Yeah. Like I, I remember there was like a couple of people that would come to Grindhouse, and this is no knock to them, but they're like fascinated with fucking serial killers. Yeah. I can't. I've never really understood. I think what the what fascinates me is like the whole chase of it, possibly um, how they're able to do these things without anybody knowing. That's maybe something I'm interested in as far yeah. as like holy shit, that's fucked up. And it's more of a cautionary tale of like, hey, be more aware of things, like pay more attention to people and stuff like that. I don't know. Um, yeah, it just totally took it off topic. I just, I, I, you know, I think we all know somebody who's at least fascinated or like watched, watches documentaries, reads books about them, whatever. But yeah. I don't, it, yeah, it just bums me out. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I, I'm like I can't. But I, I, I also don't watch. I this. don't get the people that are like fascinated with serial yeah. killers. Like, oh, Jeffrey Dahmer's my favorite. And I'm like, what? But he's not that. No, he, he's not. 
but yeah, we're like Ted, Bu- Ted Bundy or stuff like that. I, I actually, I, that. I genuinely had this conversation with Ren this week. Oh, and really? I was like, oh. yeah, because I've been watching a lot of, anyways. Wasn't what have a, you been watching a lot of? Well, yeah, well, to, yeah, come on. <sighs> I watched on Peacock, they have a whole like. Uh, interview session with John Wayne Gacy. So oh, I, that one. I know exactly what you're talking it about. It was very well done. Yeah. Um, he He's not not interesting. I think what's more interesting is the fact that he got away with so much and uh-huh. it really is a true tale to like how far we've come with our communication as a society. So that's all it is. Oh, I find that interesting yeah. that somebody could get away with what they what he did. Well, and then also I watched the uh, the other one about the uh, hillside strangler. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think what I always get fascinated with is like how these are entries of how times change, right? Yeah. Like the zodiac, like people started locking their fucking doors on a regular yeah. basis. But if they don't have a shtick, then technically they're not going to be f- like they're if, not going to be. If famous, you want to be yeah. a serial killer, man, wear some bunny ears. I right. mean, you'll you'll be popular forever. The hardest you know, like, part of being a mass murderer isn't the murdering. No. It's the mass. Ooh. It's that kids in the hall skit. Yeah. No, I know what you're okay. talking <laughs> Am I going to be the middle toe killer? <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, books. Books. Audiobooks. Books. Oh, audiobooks. And we're sponsored by Audible. No, but I will Libby. drop a link. And uh, I think I get some sort of commission off of that. Oh, oh, there you go. Pay the website bills. Commission me that, yeah. All right. Patrick, what else you got? My Demon Lover. <laughs> Wait, no, what? Yeah. <laughs> is there a second one? Is this a reboot? <laughs> if we're bringing it back, that actor I was thinking of is Larry. Disney's rebooting? Hold Disney on. Plus. Hold on. That guy you all thought I made up is Larry Bud Melman. Oh my God! It's this guy. He's in my demon oh, lover. Yeah. Larry Bud Melman. That's yeah. right. Old sweet cheeks. He. he I can confirm. He br- he's so, in the movie. what threw me off on the IMDb is he's credited by his real name in My Demon Lover mm. and not his stage name, his character <laughs> name, Calvert name. DeForest. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Patrick. Please talk. Okay. Uh, I watched someone's watching me. Oh. I have not seen that. John Carpenter made for TV. Yeah. 1978. Uh, finished pretty much right before he started shooting Halloween, I yes. believe. So, Very cool. Um, where, yeah. was, where did you watch that on? Do you? So Scream Factory put it out. Uh, I actually rented it on Vudu, though. Okay. Okay. Halloween budget, you know. Got to. That's all good, baby. Got to keep it tight. You Ain't know? nothing wrong with renting. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I liked it though. So this is about a uh, woman from New York who moves to LA, and she's working for a TV station there. Uh, she befriends a coworker who's played by Adrian Barbeau, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Uh, and then when she's back at her apartment, she begins to be stalked by an unknown assailant. She believes that it's somebody uh, in the building across from her. And it gets pretty interesting, you know, eventually police get involved. The police officer is actually played by Charles Cyphers from Halloween. Halloween, where oh. he also plays a police officer. Is he also <laughs> kind interesting? Assault on Precinct 13. Uh, was he? Yes. Okay. okay. 
Sorry. Okay. You want to know something else? <laughs> no, I don't. So, uh, the house and mama's family was oh, shot in Pasadena. No. No. The exterior. No. It's Linda's, it's Linda's house. I don't care. Linda, Lori. God damn. (laughs) So anyway, she's slowly getting all these taunting messages, uh, signs that somebody's broken into the apartment. It does get kind of creepy at times. Uh, I mean, it's still it's a made-for-TV movie, yeah. so it's going to look a little different. But it's, it's fun to see where he kind of flexes his creative muscle and like. Yeah. There's some some moments where like she's hiding from the stalker, like when he's approaching, and it's like, oh, okay, I can see how this could have somewhat been some practice for what he did with Michael Myers and yeah. such. From, oh, absolutely. Um, it's it's kind of funny because he didn't do the score for this, but towards the end of the movie, there's a cue that sounds almost exactly like Laurie's theme. Uh huh. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's so close. It. I'm like, did he intentionally do something similar? Or I don't know. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, has kind of. Someone stranger calls vibes, I would say. Okay. Just yeah, uh, yeah. like when she starts getting phone calls from the stalker and you know, maybe that with a touch of rear window just because Ooh. there's parts where she's like looking through a telescope, you know, trying to see who's actually in the apartment across from her and um yeah, it's pretty cool. Give it a watch. Rent it or buy it. I would say if you wanna have all of the John Carpenter films. Uh, okay. <laughs> so rent it. Uh, I would rent it first. See if it's okay. Free. Sounds good. It's it's better than Ghosts of Mars. <laughs> okay. Well, and vampires. I don't see how that's possible. Oh, yeah. And actually, you know what? So what I've been trying to do all summer is, uh, that's where this came from. Is like I've been trying to cover all the blind spots I've had for, oh. John, for John Carpenter. Nice. So, Starman on the list? I'd already seen that. So, I only had a few. So, over the summer, I did Black Moon Rising. Ghost. Wait, what? Oh. Oh, well, uh, you're going by directed, right? By directed. Okay, never mind. You know, not counting like Eyes of Laura Mars or anything like that. You should watch Black Moon Rising. Okay. It's weird. So, all right, I'm going to talk later. Let's let's talk about that. So, I watched uh, Ghost of Mars, (laughs) The Ward. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I still haven't seen it. Uh, Pro Life, the uh-huh. Masters of Horror mm-hmm. one, which was not bad. It's like the cigarette burns. Sec- is cigarette burns is way better. Cigarette yeah. burns is first season. Pro Life yeah. second season. Yeah. So okay. uh, that and I watched the uh, short film he did, Captain Voyeur. Oh, which is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Deep cut. Uh, find it on YouTube. Um, so yeah, that's gonna pretty much cover it. Besides, uh, memoirs of an invisible man. That's what's next. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's not bad. horrible. It's not that bad. I gotta, I gotta see it just to see it. I hadn't seen I, it until it just last feels year. Very, and I, I didn't hate it. I, that's what I'm thinking. Like the biggest I, thing is like it feels a, a little anemic. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. It. But I honestly, it's kind of interesting seeing Chevy Chase in a role that where he's like serious. Yeah. Like I, honestly, I thought it was kind of a step out for him, and I was. I, I didn't hate it. 
so okay yeah that's what i was thinking it's interesting i i know kind of what to expect so i think i'll probably it's kind of boring at times but yeah it wasn't bad yeah yeah it was fine so speaking of true crime (laughs) oh so yeah niles committed here's here's where i'm at so you know ren who has been on this podcast many a time she is currently in school so she has not been able to join in a lot of things and most evenings are spent doing class yeah so Mm -hmm. that leaves me a lot to myself and instead of watching all the movies that are probably great and she won't get to see i've been watching things she doesn't like which is true to life stories documentaries things of that nature yeah so and i'm a big nerd and i'll just sit there and watch documentaries all day right and I actually don't see a big difference between watching a serial killer like documentary versus watching one on World War II. Like it's all the same to yeah. me. It's history. It happened. No, and I, it's interesting. I love documentaries. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know my fascination with serial killers, but I I just I genuinely just like watching documentaries. Anyways, so I was on a kick when I was watching serial killer ones, and um, I was on my couch. I might have been high. And I saw on Prime, the most suggested thing for me was a movie that was made in 2021 during the pandemic called Horror in the High Desert. Oh, okay. So it was on Prime. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. And I read the synopsis. Um, Basically, synopsis is you got like kind of an introverted kind of guy. His, uh, you know, he's living with another dude in Nevada. And he actually gets a job where his job is to actually go and track mountain ranges for hunters and things. So he goes into like dangerous areas and kind of figures out where it's safe for Mm -hmm. hunters to go. That's his job. He, again, is an introvert, but he actually ends up having a vlog where he has about 50,000 followers. And, and so he does little things where he shows cool mine shafts, like old miners graveyards, all this stuff. So I'm watching this doc and it's fine. It's the sister talking about how the cops fucked up and how, you know, she thinks the, the roommate killed him and like pushed him into a ravine somewhere just to do something horrible to him. I'm watching this documentary for an hour mm-hmm. and it's okay i'm like this poor kid he's you know he's just a, a goofy guy who ended up probably falling into a ravine and dying it's not a documentary i did not know <laughs> it was not a documentary oh. so much because i've watched so many probably yeah. crappy documentaries with just random people talking and you know they're not actors yeah, yeah. so they just sound kind of like shit and you're just like, oh, yeah, here's the sister who's, like, clearly pretending she's crying because she's trying to, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you have this, like, detective who's, like, a private detective. And you're like, yeah, he seems sketchy. I don't know about him. But, yeah, so I'm watching this thing. And all of a sudden, it's like they find his truck. And mm-hmm. in the truck is his severed fucking hand with the <sighs> video camera in it. Oh, oh, shit. And I'm like wait a minute (laughs) and then it goes into obviously they're going to show us the footage on his last you know last trek out to this whatever I'll lead it up I'm not going to ruin it but I'll, I'll give it lead it to a point and you might not even watch this who knows but the idea is he goes out on this excursion and he's he's uploading his clips as he's getting his clips done so it ends up him he sees a cabin in the middle of the Nevada desert mm-hmm. and that shouldn't be there. There, what, I mean, Why is there a, there's nothing within miles, hundreds of miles. It literally took him three days to walk there from his truck. So like yeah. that's how hard it is to get there. So it freaked him out 
and he ended up kind of cowering and going like walking back to his camp. Um, his followers end up bullying him, mm-hmm. and they make a big deal. Like he's like, you know, he is an introverted kid, and you know, he probably didn't deal with. And everybody was basically like saying, you know, stop being a pussy, go back there, see what it is, blah blah blah. You know, we'll, everybody's going to unfollow if you don't go back there. So he does. And that's how he ends up basically having night cam vision of something similar uh, to a Blair Witch situation. Oh, okay. So, um, it's it scared me. So that's why I had to talk about it. Because yeah. not much, not many things actually give me like, ooh, I'm kind of scared. I feel like we have similar. Yes scares <laughs> it was so much so that i had to go into ren's office where she's working on class and go ren i'm terrified right now and she's like why i was like because i didn't know this movie was gonna be a fucking a fictional fucking film movie. that's yeah. scary and now all of a sudden it just is and i'm like i thought this was real all right so if it scared you it's probably gonna what, what? what's okay. it yeah, yeah. what's it called it's called uh it's on prime and it's called uh horror uh on the high uh-huh. desert yeah, horror on the high desert. Okay, got it. Okay, yeah, and okay. I will, I Can't will, wait. I will tell you guys that first That's hour right. is just literally it's set up. Not, it's just set up. Yeah, it's just kind of if you can write it out and just deal with just you know interviews. I kind of hate that I've ruined it and told you it's not real because <laughs> that that was the magic for me. Yeah, <laughs> knowing like really just sitting there being like, yeah, yeah, man, this poor kid, fuck, man, and all of a sudden it's like, oh god, and it's like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though. Did you see Blair Witch Project when it came out? Yeah. Did you think it was real? No. Okay. Well, I have friends who saw it in theaters who thought it was. Yeah. They didn't know. There they was a lot was of real. people that yeah. thought it was real. So whatever I did by warming up watching actual documentaries yeah. about serial killers and murders and shit has literally set me up for failure yeah. in this situation. Well, or success. I, I don't I, think I would say success. From from what I've read from other reviews, it's very mixed. Some people are like, if you can get past what I just said, then you're actually you might enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Okay. And if you can't, then you probably wouldn't have enjoyed it anyway. So. Okay. So maybe it's a good thing you said that. I did a rewatch of us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Way fucking better. Second launch. Yeah, I agree. That was only your second launch. I've seen it. Yeah. I saw it in the theater. Um, I watched it again because Nikki had never seen it. So Uh we watched it and then we went to go see Nope a couple of days later. Did you show her that before you showed her Get Out? No, she already saw Get Out. Nice. Yeah. She just never saw us. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, let's knock this out before we go see Nope. Yeah. Um, I actually wanted to talk about the Rob con- uh, Zombie concert. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so here's the thing is, like, I think there are some years when we get lucky and we get to go to something that, like, kind of feels like it kicks off spooky season. And even though this was in July, seeing Rob Zombie, much like seeing Alice Cooper. Yeah. You're just like, oh, Halloween's coming up. I had fun at Rob Zombie. Um, granted, oh, yeah. it was more of a celebration of like 1999, which is the year I gradu- graduated. And I don't know. It was it was a good time. And here's why I, I wanted to bring it up is that, you know, fuck, even though we've done stuff since the pandemic started okay it was nice to kind of feel normal for a minute i see what you're saying yes i ran into people from my high school yes it was great 
I, yeah, no, I thought it was fucking awesome, actually. But yeah. I didn't think, I mean, I'm going to disagree probably in being a minority, but I didn't, I wasn't that impressed with the, you know, Rob Zombie putting on the Monsters commercial or Monsters oh, commercial. Well, a lot of people left. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, the show, the show itself. It was, was fine. Yeah. I've seen him multiple times and he's been way better. Yeah, I, so, I will agree. Like, he puts on a good show. Yeah, it's it's solid. It, but it's not like it's like, oh, fuck, man, they just blew me the fuck away. No, But not. at this point, I feel like it's very staged. Yeah, it's like no, they got a process and it's, I don't know. I was really impressed with Static X and I was really, I mean, mostly I was impressed with Static X. And then I thought Static Mud, X and Mudvayne. I thought Mudvayne put on a, a hell of a show. The poor singer, you know, he's running out of air half the time, but God, he was trying I, I really think if he just works on just getting yeah. his breath control back, he, he they could rock and roll again, man. But we're going to see Static X. In I April. will go see no. Sat. I will go see it's Static, Static X against. and Fear Factory. I'm um, fucking. Down. I don't know. I just watch people die on stage, and then I watch Rob Zombie come over, <laughs> come out, show his commercial, and be like, "Yeah, guys, peace." And then like, yeah, that was. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was like a minute long of a teaser. It's not like the whole concert. You was know the what monsters. is funny? It, it's something that I I can't remember who I want to say. It was Alan um, Morlock brought it up that that first trailer that came out on the internet with the monsters I'm pretty sure that was just cut for Rob's shows and that's why the sound mix is all fucked yeah Um, because Universal put out like their own cut version of the trailer to sell the blu-ray and it looks and sounds fine yeah it's it's kind of funny like I guess they down mixed it in a weird way that it can be punched up at a you know not a Riverport level in the amphitheater level right so that was kind of weird but it also kind of made some sense after the fact yeah anyway I yeah I thought I thought that was a fun show but I mean I know what you're saying but <laughs> right I, th- I feel like you, you know what you're guilt you know what you're getting when you see I, Rob yeah, Zombie. I didn't. I'll be honest. I, I didn't, that's what I wanted. Was I wanted? Oh, no. I wanted the video Absol- background yep. with the spooky movie clips. <laughs> I got what I wanted. Got what I wanted. Goddamn. Although, it. absolutely. And, uh, and he played a lot of classics. Which he was, did. Which he, is, did. he usually plays a lot of the classics. Did though. he play any deep cuts? No. Every time you know, I've seen him, he's played he's more played, human than human. Well, Every time I course. he's played Thunderkiss I mean, 65, and he played both of those. So and, don't act like that's not true. I don't remember Thunderkiss 65. He'd play more human than human, though. Yeah, there was something. I don't know. It's fine. There was something else that he hadn't played in a while. But we can all agree, like, White Zombie, that's the better era. No, I love Hellbilly Dude, Deluxe I was going to say, I. everybody's going to tell you White Zombie is where it's at. I if like you, White you, Zombie more, if but... You, I, I know. I, I agree, but like... You know who I like but, more than both of them? I like Patrick, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> no, no, I, no, no. I was just going to say... Genuinely, I was just going to say, like, I love White Zombie. White Zombie has a better discography than Rob Zombie. Yeah. One album. But... Well, <laughs> two albums, right? Sex Resisto I, I think Asher Creep 2000 is a almost perfect album. It that is. It has a variety of different sounds that they could never recreate. Yeah. And but that's it. I was just going to say, you know, every October, I throw that Hellbilly Deluxe album on, and I'm yep. like, fuck, this is pretty damn good. Yep. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's just, a great album. I think just, it's well produced. I, I have no issue with that album. I just really wanted 
them to continue making albums like Astro Creep 2000. Yeah, I so agree. and they never they, they, they that never will happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's fine. fine. And it's just like Patrick, you're absolutely right. That was a perfect show. He had that planned out. Everything was beautifully done. I there's nothing wrong with it, but and I knew what I was walking into. Yeah. But at the same time I watched two bands that hadn't played music in probably forever or like oh, yeah, on that size of a stage just like give everything they gave and I was just like and here's comes the guy coming from air conditioning just yeah. to hey, here's your hits. Here you yeah. go. And then John Five comes out there and he, you know, does this like wheedly wheeze and it's cool and I don't know. Wheedly wheeze. I don't know. Andy found me in the lawn, said yeah. hi. No sign of Niles. What was that oh. about? What was that about? Because oh. Papa, was, do you want me to tell him why you were walking around at that point? Why? Because you were picking up beverages. Oh, yeah. But I also <laughs> texted him. I'm like, hey, oh. where are you guys at? You made it sound like he was yeah. like picking up other people's beverages and drinking them because he was just like, yeah, no. He was. Cl- <laughs> I was buying beverages. Uh, some got, some nice guy at Chicago from Chicago bought me one because... He had the same tales from the crypt hat I had. Yeah, it got real weird. <laughs> I, it was a good time. See, it was a. Sp- I had a good time. It was a spooky summer event. Yeah. No, it was good. And we were in seats because we're old men. <laughs> no, that was awesome. I mean, that was like perfect. I, I no, it was nice. I, I, I thought that show was great, and I agree with you. It did feel like the first time that I've been out with like so many people, and I've actually been like comfortable. Yeah, because I've I've been to some bigger events. I went to like the opening day of the Cardinals game, and I was like, "It's a nightmare. This is horrible. Why did right. I do this?" Uh, but this felt like, "Oh yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah." And it's nice to just see so many people. Who like uh, harder rock that like I felt like it was a diverse crowd. Yeah. Usually you go see a metal show like so go see Slipknot. You're like, oh, okay, these people are not like me. But this was more like people who just grew up listening to that music. And so they real appreciation. I kind of felt like a party. Yeah, it did feel like a party. And 100 percent. The amount of like cool fucking vintage like Static X. And I like that they kind of stuck to the theme. Right. Is like, let's just play most of our stuff from 1999. Yeah. 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 Power, anyway. Power Man was disappointing. Yeah, a little bit. Pretty boring. A little bit. A little bit. But, yeah. But uh, he's got a movie on Shutter, Allegoria. Oh. That's the movie that I was talking about at the concert. I thought it had already come out, but nope. Anyway. I'm sure he retained all of that conversation. No. What? Niles? I don't know. Niles wasn't really that fucked up. I don't oh, think. no. I wasn't saying it. A- I was oh, incredible. I was very drunk. I drank. I wasn't saying because he was intoxicated, saying it probably wasn't a memorable conversation to have at a concert okay. in July. That's all. Before we even left this house, he we had a beer or two. Yeah. Then when we got to the place, shot a fireball and oh, a God. whole tall boy for me, it was a whole tall boy of tie-dye Bud Light. That was seltzer. your drink all night. All night. So I had this tall boy of that killed that in the parking lot as fast as I could. So I had just I was drinking it. bushes. Yeah, and then like a fucking man. every fucking break it was grab another tall <laughs> oh, boy. God. So I think by the time we were done, I mean I felt like I had about twelve beers, and he definitely had way more probably. No, you were going to every thirty minutes. No, it was you said one every band. So that would equal four. And he didn't need anything. I had. I definitely a, I had, had six at the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't eat shit. No. Not good. Andy, Andy's will always be like, we'll do something after. And it's like, after ain't fucking good enough. <laughs> that is always. When we saw John Carpenter in 2016. Oh, yeah. Got down at the concert earlier. It's like, what are we going to do? 
I don't know. We'll get something after. And I was like, nope. And Jess, Jess was there and she was like, fucking no. So like I pulled up Google Maps, like looked at it, found place. Yeah, we, we all, went to, didn't we go to a Chinese place that had pizza? Yeah, it was something like that. Or a Mexican pizza. place that was pizza? No, the Mexican place didn't have, the Mexican bar didn't have food. Okay. That was across the street yeah. from the Leo Hall. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can't, you have to either force it down his gullet or find it for him. <laughs> Like, he doesn't know how to pre-party. No. Nope. But, yeah, good time. Great oldies. Good time. (laughs) Yeah. Jeremy, you got anything else? Um, let's kind of go back and forth on the third thing, but, uh, back in June, I did F This Movie's June Sploitation, which is a yearly thing they do, where for the month of June, they pick a different genre subgenre to watch that day and you do it and i'm terrible at like following along with things like i i don't i don't understand how people like write out everything they're gonna watch in october in like august i thought I about doing don't it don't understand you don't have the fucking time no my God. no um, my mind changes in October too. I'm like, yeah, I'm I I can't do it. I have the things I like, but I don't sit down and like I'm watching it this day and then I'm gonna watch it that day and then, like I I'm very like, what's my mood? <laughs> yeah, no. So yep. some I of agree. this was kind of tough, and the, it, it also it's like sitting there watching movies. Some of this was I recently got a TV um, for my office, so I'm watching a lot of like my tapes while I work, kind of just throwing it on sometimes. Um, but this one just had never gotten around to it for Jalo Day. Mm. I watched 2014's The Editor <laughs> from Astron 6. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. I fucking it's great. loved it. It is really it. great. Oh, Patrick, you're going to lo- like it's so good. Oh, Abby likes it. Um, I haven't. I just, yeah, I just haven't gotten around to it. For those who haven't seen it, it is about a um editor on a shallow film who's kind of washed up and he kind of needs like a hit but then he keeps having these nightmares of like you know people being killed and then people on set are winding up dead um and you know astron six who disbanded as a group kind of officially but are still making films together like psycho gorman um it is just very silly it is you know plays very well into the genre Uh, yeah like i i've actually never seen it either i just realized that i I was trying to i had to look it up i was like i've actually never seen this i think you would it's streaming on prime yeah it's on prime it was i watched it on shutter back in june um that's probably like on tubi and stuff if you're a cheapskate Whoa. Nope. Tubi's going to win in hey, the end. If honestly? <laughs> like, uh, that's no... Look, I watch a lot of shit on Tubi. That's no diss. Especially for a month like June exploitation, where I don't have a lot of Westerns. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it was funny as fuck. Not surprised. Um, just took me a while to see it. Cool. Yeah. I, want I to guess watch I don't it. have much to say. This is like yeah. it's entertaining as shit. And if you yeah. like Psycho Gorman and you haven't seen the earlier movies, 
You like editor. Did you Manborg? Is it Father's Manborg Day? One of, yeah, the Father's Day. Yeah, both of those are. I've Astro seen both six. of those, and I like both of those. Father's Day isn't always everyone's speed because <laughs> there's a lot of movie. dick mutilation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that back to back with Hobo with a Shotgun. It's oh. perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's a no, good. That's, that's a good, good double mix. feature. Yeah, I like that. Mm. Um, yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, glad I did. June glad I was able to do June exploitation. I just don't know if I have the yeah concentration to do it. Sorry, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Not that Patrick, the other Patrick. yeah, the Patrick. other Patrick. Hi, Patrick. I'm sorry, Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Which yeah, we uh, got to meet the Broadways. Yeah, yeah that was actually gonna that probably be the... my third. Thing. Okay, we could talk <laughs> about that. Yeah. Pause it. <laughs> anyway, we'll we'll talk about you later. <laughs> Patrick. 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 Uh, Our Patrick, please. Actually, this isn't my main pick, but I just wanted to mention it since we were talking about yeah. oh. Shoot the shit. Spooky things in the summertime. Please. Uh, the Acid Witch concert. Fuck yeah. That was a lot of fun. We, that was a lot uh, of fun. We went to that in May. Mm. And Remember when we watched Judas Pri I mean, that band? <laughs> <laughs> Storm there Ruler? Was, yeah, there was like a, you know, this... Guy who looked like a poor <laughs> man, poor ma a poor man's Rob Halford. Yeah, like we were, we were listening to the songs, Rob like, Halford we were, or 1980s Halford, we, like 80s. Yeah, oh, okay. we, we were like we're of, listening to it, and I'm like, oh, this is all the original stuff. Is okay, it sounds like Judas Priest a lot. Yeah, we're kind of oh, joking. Okay, yeah, well, whatever. This is fine. Judas Father. Okay, great. And then they're like, all right, we got a couple more for you. And they start doing Drew's Priest covers. Yeah, they started with the painkiller. And it was like, oh, oh. of course. And yeah, yeah I'm it like, why the fuck did you put these guys on this bill? Yeah, it was so weird. But I guess uh, I guess Lion's Daughter wasn't able to do it. I guess something. not. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been great, though. Yeah, no, I, I think that would. I kind of forgot the other opening band. I did too. I forgot their name, but S which was a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't think anything's really gonna top that food bar performance. I uh. wish I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it was very nice and closed knit and especially with their little Halloween dressing on the on the stage. That's what I was hoping for at this one. Because I will yeah. be honest with you, like Red Flag's a huge venue. It doesn't feel the same. Mm -hmm. uh, like, that's a big fucking venue. I don't know if I necessarily like the huge, tall ceilings to be. Yeah. Um, like, watching Fear there, cool. And look, that was more an event because that it's fucking Fear, right? With mm -hmm. Lee Vane, who, you know, is getting up there in age. Um, it was nice to see that, but that's more of an event versus, like, a local band and these two touring acts from like Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't know if the other band was from Michigan, but not not a huge draw. Yeah. And I, I kinda felt bad, but quite honestly, like I also feel that concert was ill fitted there, but there's really not a lot of venues mm. in St. Louis that fit that like medium sized crowd. Right. Yeah. Like they could have played at Sinkhole and probably had a good time. Probably. Yeah. But I also feel like if they did play Sinkhole, there would have been more people and it would have been more crowded. That's true, yeah. I don't know. That would have been really cool. But anyway, um Yeah. Acid Witch was cool. That was fun. Yeah. And if you if you haven't listened to Acid Witch, it's you know it's metal with a very classic Halloween vibe to it. Like, all their artwork looks like the Beastle stuff. And Here's the question it's, I got for you. Yeah. 
Do you like them pre-acid sound screamers? Like the poor growly. Uh, yeah, I like it, but not as much. I like I like the new the newer stuff. He, he sounds Bring more. He, he sounds witchy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it it fits way better. Yeah. It, it, yeah. The the evil sound screamers album is so fun because there's the yeah. scare tape and all that stuff that's on there. It's it's if you want to get a. I think you've heard some of this, Niles. Don't give me shifty eyes. Yeah, it's a good. I, you can shift. I those need to lines. listen to it. I it's don't a good time. It's a good good time. It is a good time. But yep. uh, the movie I want to talk about is The Pit and the Pendulum. <gasps> Fuck yeah! Oh, I almost watched this the other day. Go <laughs> Did ahead. Did you watch it? It was. You know how I said that was the first. Uh, that movie I just talked about was the first one suggested. That was the second one. Okay. Oh. So this I is, do find it funny that you did end up watching it. Yeah, because well, I, 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 I knew was, he would anyway. Yeah, because I because that I, was a choice. Uh, something that we do. Yeah, uh, that we are trying out. Yeah. Go to our no. <laughs> go, go to our Discord. <laughs> Jesus Christ. His turn. <laughs> Go to our Discord, discord.discord.com. Discord. Discord.discogs.com. <laughs> Check your vinyl collection. Come to our Discord at discord.destroythebrain.com. And what we're doing is every month we are going to pick a movie. And I do like the vote format. So um, last month was Eyes of Laura Mars, which was kind of timely that you talked about his other movie. Right. Um, from 78. Wow. Three movies, technically, he was involved right. in on that year. That's kind of wild. Busy year. Wow. Um, but wow. this month, it was Patrick's turn, and then we kind of put it to a vote uh, because we chose somebody at random that participated with last month's film. Patrick got chosen. And it was Pit and the Pendulum and Brain Dead. And Brain Dead ended up winning. So Patrick's like, fuck it, I'm watching Pit and the yeah, Pendulum. Yeah, I was like, might as well. So yeah, yeah. I yeah. threw that on, which is on uh, Shudder. Sorry, continue. No, it's all right. <laughs> um, Stuart Gordon directed this. Fuck and yeah, it's a uh, full moon movie, Charles Band. Yeah. And it's very. Lance I, Henderson. I, I, I was surprised by, like, the serious. You know, feel to it like for, I wasn't it's wasn't for I, them. Dark. Yeah. I wasn't expecting this going into a Charles Band movie, but it was like this no, is actually it's, like he, it's kind of dark and sadistic. Well, and yeah. he let I haven't seen it, but you know, due to you know, wait, you've they, never seen it. I haven't seen Pit in the I haven't seen this version of Pit in the Pendulum. Really? Yeah, yeah. I know that's oh. a blind spot I've had for Stuart Gordon. Yeah, okay. so, but for, I was, the, okay. go ahead. I was just gonna say the premise. Um, 1400 Spain, you know, there's inquisitors around oh, yeah. hunting witches, and there's this couple, this married couple who are bakers, and uh, the man's wife basically catches the eye of the Grand Inquisitor, who is Lance Hendrickson, and he's so disgusting, he's so oh. evil in it, but he's very good in the role. Too. Oh, yeah. It sounds like Witchfinder General. It, I was going to say yes. it would pair really well with Witch Witchfinder General, wow. but feel good double feature. But it's it's done in a way like it it really presents like the horrors of that time and it's not it's not glamorizing what like the torture or anything like that. It's basically all from her point of view 
and it's really well done actually like that's what i was surprised by i was like oh these actually like kind of commenta- commentating on how bad this was like yeah. it wasn't done in like a sleazy way they're not well, exploiting yeah, that time right, frame yeah, yeah and i feel like with and i'm just kind of thrown i mean i don't know for sure but with Stuart gordon and charles band's relationship going all the way back to reanimator and you know working with him through from beyond i don't know if dolls was a dolls was an empire yeah dolls um, was there but you know and he, like castle free came out i think you know 95 94. yeah and that was kind of like the full moon transition and that was yeah. full moon and that was a very it's a very serious that's and like true. That, that pretty grim movie as well. That's true. That one's not like overly silly. Where, yeah, you have like the head yeah, of the family, which is like the yeah. complete opposite. Um, I still but, haven't watched that movie all the way through. I remember watching the first five minutes. I'm like, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> I was surprised I that it on Joe, Bob. Joe Bob. I was debating about what, like giving it a rewatch with the Joe Bob segment. Sorry. Um, so anyway, uh, Lance Hendrickson as the Grand Inquisitor keeps this woman uh, captive. You know, at first it starts off as a witchcraft thing, and then you discover he has his own motives, and he's... It's weird because he he thinks he's falling in love with her. And, yeah. Um, she's trying to escape, and the husband's trying to break into the castle, and there's actually some pretty effective... Uh, torture moments in the movie like I remember I, I was like oh man like this is making me kind of queasy it's yeah this. I'm like, passing around the blu-ray uh, around the table it's still sealed big fucking surprise <laughs> but I remember when I saw this as a kid I was like man this gets really intense the video there it is okay um I, I remember it being kind of sleazy at times some yeah on Lance Hendrickson is mm-hmm. absolutely sleazy in this movie. <laughs> I want to rewatch it, and you just feel you just want him to get his comeuppance in the end. And I mean, I won't spoil it, what happens, but yeah, it it it's pretty good and nice. Uh, Francis Bay, who was the grandmother in Happy Gilmore, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, yeah, and. She plays uh, like an actual witch in the movie. Like she's oh, somebody, okay. like she's held captive, and uh, the baker's wife is locked in there with her. It's kind of interesting because you know she's like, "Are you a witch too?" And she's like, "No, I am not a witch." <laughs> she's like, "Oh, <laughs> which isn't it, witch?" It, it, Jeffrey witch. Combs also in it. Jeffrey Combs is one of the lackeys. He's like a henchman of the Grand Inquisitor. Okay, and he's he's pretty entertaining in it actually because you know he's got a funny wig on and stuff. And yeah, the, they the do this with a double feature <laughs> with the Vincent Price movie. Yeah, Witchfinder General. I think it would fit. No, 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 or, no, no. Uh, the Pit and the Pendulum. Oh, the Pit and the Pendulum. Of course. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could see that working. Um, oh yeah, and. Uh, Oliver Reed makes an appearance. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's, a, he's a very sweaty Oliver Reed. Oh, well, yeah. He was probably was, sweating like a distillery. Yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> sweating his whiskey out. Yeah. He's probably, I mean, I think in his scene, he does have Romanian, I don't give a fuck. I, much, lo- uh, I love Oliver Reed. How I mean, much Romanian is, wine do they have to give him for the day's work? 
Well, I mean, I was just going to... I didn't want to make the joke, but I guess I will. He's, he's drinking out of a goblet, and it's probably, like, yeah. real... Oh, know, moonshine. Absolutely. Yeah, but, pay rubbing alcohol. But, I mean, he is, he is good in it, though. But, yeah, I would recommend it. I'd, well, no, I've definitely, like... So far, the movie's suggested for this... Um, oh, Tom Tom Discord um, are all movies I haven't seen. Oh, nice. Including okay. Brain Dead. So I'm kind of like into, it's like, oh yeah, like yeah. so far recommending all these kind of blind spots. I'm right? I'm pretty excited for Brain Dead because I've, I've never Same seen here. it either. I, I've always seen the VHS cover. I've never watched yeah, this. Well, I've seen that. that. Yeah. The one with the, the face the stretch. Yeah, 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 I've totally seen that. Bill movie. Pullman and it was uh, on, Bill Paxton. Uh, Prime. I watched yeah. two bills. It's not good. Cool, thanks. Wow. Fuck. Thanks for... Thanks for contributing. It's fine. Well, make sure there you, you join our Discord at discord.destroythebrain.com and it's join right. up on the conversation. Tell Niles he's wrong, maybe. Yeah, please. My demon lover. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he ruined everything. Shark Assassin 23. Tom Melman. Okay, speaking of ruining Bud everything, uh, Niles, what else? Um, I'm not going to get too deep because I feel like this movie... I don't want to ruin anything, but there was a 2022 film called You Won't Be Alone, which obviously was right up me and my wife's alley since she's a witch (laughs) fanatic. I don't know. (laughs) She's very into the, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't think she's actually a witch, but sometimes I think she might be. I mean, yeah. She claims that's how she met me, but I I I feel like she would put a curse on you if you fuck up. But anyways, um, this is kind of a timepiece. It's set she in she hasn't already. Well, I don't know. It's set in the 19th century uh, in Macedonia. Basically, a witch in a small village um, decides to start taking the form. Like, basically, she's got this, like, thing where basic she can kill somebody and become them okay okay and that happens within the first 10 minutes so i don't feel like i'm ruining anything yeah okay so the story progresses it's a fantastic film uh it's on peacock i think it actually is I, I, let me let me look it's on my i'll, I'll drop it's on my list yeah there was a couple of movies uh that i saw that looked good yeah and, and that was one i was like and i saw most of the ratings were pretty high and i was like well, let me give this a good yeah it looks, this yeah. looks like an a24 film but it's not you know but <laughs> you know me elevator elevator, <laughs> elevator horror. horror yeah going up but yeah it is so it is for peacock. public knowledge that a elevator horror trivia round we did was ren's idea okay we thank you it's a yeah it's an interesting tale lots of twists um i would say if you've seen the movie hagazuza or um Still need to watch it yeah i mean even the witch i mean if yeah. you've seen you know it's that kind of a vein you're looking at a timepiece um, a lot of despair going on in general in society. Kind of, it's funny because talking about that about where what you're talking pendulum. about pit, pit and a pendulum, pendulum, pit, but yeah, pendulum. it's uh, you know a lot of people are you know very uh, well. It's funny because as you're saying, oh, all these people in the village are obviously ignorant and scared, but there actually is in this one a horrible witch that does horrible things yeah. to people. So uh, it's it's very Both graphic. True. Um, okay. I, yeah. Sweet. But, it's a little bit of a slow burn, but I think overall, yeah, I, I got done with it and I was like, yeah, that was really good. So I would suggest if you're into something that's like slower and folk horror y and, mm-hmm. you know, in that kind of vein, then yeah, it's Sounds definitely, good. I would say, awesome. it's one of the better films I've watched this year. Good. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. 
All right. The other thing I want to talk about is uh, so something that Jeremy has been kind of working on for a minute was like hearing from Patrick Bromley from oh. Chicago. Uh, F this movie and him coming down. We got to, to St. Louis. Yeah, the family. Yeah. They um, he messaged me where they were looking originally looking for hotels around. Uh, you know, a certain week couldn't find any because of the Beachbody Fitness uh, <laughs> Which convention took going over on. St. Louis <laughs> took over St. Louis for a week. Lots of active wear. Was that during Toxic Avenger? Far the sea. Mm-mm. Okay. No, I'm just messing. What? I think oh, it was the no, weekend after. That was, <laughs> right? No, it was. Uh, I, I don't know when it was. It was somewhere. In, oh, I didn't get that. That was. Good. That's a good one. Yeah, I missed it. Sorry. Tromaville Health Club. Oh, we could have crashed dressed God as a Tromaville Health Club. Damn. Um. Damn it. Why don't we talk more? We. That's I wanna, fine. I'm changing my last movie. I'm changing all three of my movies. So I'm gonna talk about <laughs> Toxic Avenger three times. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Um. Yeah, but it worked out. They were coming down. Yeah. He and the family were coming down for vacation. Yeah. And Patrick's like probably. I, I think it's really cool because I really respect his opinion and I the don't know how he found us and I, I don't I'm know shocked that he listens. <laughs> I'm shocked that he likes it. Every yeah, episode. that's the thing. Especially he after this episode. It. Come on, bud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh yeah, we got to meet him at Terra Tacos, which is this great vegan horror themed uh restaurant on South Grand. Really cool to uh meet up with Patrick and his family and Patrick, Erica and uh, all everybody. And, it yeah. was it was really cool just to kind of show them like, hey, here's this horror joint that we can introduce you to. It's vegan. Hopefully that's cool. Um It was also it, fun meeting like yeah. podcast friends. It like, was. Yes. Uh, I you know been I, listening to them for years and he featured us on that Toby Hooper tribute show. Like, can we, can we talk way about back the, in the How like, you say Toby? 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 They were just as friendly as Nicest people ever. Not shocked. Yeah. Not shocked at all. But yeah, no, I, I, here's why I put this as a highlight is that, like, much like the Rob Zombie concert, it's nice to be around like-minded people. Yeah. And I, you know, that's the whole reason why I kind of did Late Night Grindhouse for a minute. Yeah. Is, was like, I want to show these really cool movies that don't get shown here in St. Louis, but mm-hmm. I also want to try to get like all the misfits together, like people that like this shit together. And hopefully people can make new friendships and, yeah. Well, I, none of that has happened, so you know how that's gone. Uh, <laughs> believe it or not, there has been a marriage out of the late night grindhouse. So, oh, uh, yeah. Wow. Go, go, fuck yourself, bud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a joke based on what I said at the fucking anniversary. You I stupid know. son of a bitch. I know. Yeah, I love you, man. We're being like really mean talking about Patrick Browning right now <laughs> to each other. I hope so, they come back. I hope you cut that Yeah, back. come on back. I, uh, we're friendly. Patrick, I always felt bad because in 2019, I went up to Cinepocalypse. Yeah, yeah. And I knew he was covering it, but I waited too long to message him. Uh, and he was, of course, like, way too busy. Like, didn't see it till 
the end of the week, like after it already come and gone. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so we were like in the same theater together, but that yeah, was yeah. Good. Um. Yeah. No, it was really cool, and um, I know I'm going up to Chicago in October. I might try to meet up with them or yeah, something. I yeah. know they kind of live in the suburbs, yeah. but um, no, that was just really cool so to kind of meet you. up and uh, you know get some new perspective about things and just kind of talk and shoot the shit with yeah. somebody yeah. new. That was it's always awesome. good. And I that was one of my first episodes was when. He uh, included us on that Toby Hooper. Oh yeah, uh, special Toby. Toby, Toby. But yeah, I also love his uh, Craven Craven podcast. Yes. Which yeah. I Patrick, if you're listening, I hope uh, keep it going. <laughs> yeah, you have a fan. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah, that's pretty much all I had. Is like you know. I, I just like this community that's happening. So yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Okay, all right, uh, Jeremy. Where yeah. can people find you? Uh, still on Instagram. Nobody gave me ideas for a new name. Uh, oh, so mm, you're still vaccinated at Camp Blood? Okay. Uh, Shark Daddy, sixty nine. Oh, Shark Daddy, six ninety four twenty. Blaze it. Do it. Maybe. <laughs> That's gonna. That is gonna be a very different. Uh, people are gonna find me for very different reasons, <laughs> reasons. on Instagram. <laughs> if I change it to that, um, Letterbox J Bunzy on Twitter begrudgingly. Uh, so don't find me there, but find me. Wow, wow. Well, at least you're not on Facebook. Uh, yeah, you are. I am, but like <laughs> we both not are really, but not really. I post pictures of my dog on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. Patrick. I'm on Destroy the Brain. Nope. Oh. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm on Instagram at Paddock and Skywalker. Letterbox, the same. Twitter, I'm kind of coming back with oh. uh, Max Rebo Rules. Got to get that approval, okay. though. I see that on lock. The what? Well, you're just on, like, you know. Private? Private. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 So follow yeah. him. So, yeah, maybe gotta, he'll accept you. I you don't know. know. Plead yeah. your case. You got to earn it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not just anybody follows How? me. How? <laughs> Stay tuned. Most creative Twitter handle. I mean, and then we jump to the guy who doesn't have Twitter, which is fine, quite honestly. I had Twitter when it was cool back in 2007. Oh, it's seven. Oh, got him. I mean, got nothing, him good. Nothing's cool anymore. Anyways. Uh yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Letterbox at Niles Maddox twenty two, and you can find me at Treefy T R I E F Y on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, PSN, Letterbox, wherever. You can find us as a collective wherever. on Twitter. You're not on Xbox. <laughs> oh, did I say Xbox? Yeah, you said PSN oh, and Xbox, PlayStation. No, you said both. I was just confused. Sorry. He plays Fall Guys. That's I play it. Fall Guys and uh, Call of Duty Black Ops, the yeah? Zombies Edition. Oh. oh. Andy will play Fortnite Or is anymore. it Cold War? It's Cold War. Never. Anyway. Hmm. Yeah. Find me on there if you dare. Niles you and I played fucking Treader's Revenge yeah, that was and right, Tony yeah. Hawk. Yeah, we did play Tony Hawk. Man. That, yeah. was, that was our 90s day. So yeah, we had a 90s yeah. concert. We played it's, Tony Hawk Pro Skater for the entire day. I so I'm so I had so much fun that they didn't it's you like, know invite me. Yeah. <laughs> you were working and you I weren't going to the show. Well, I could have 
come it over. It was an all day event. <laughs> I didn't have to go to the show. Just saying. Uh, uh, I guess that's or Patrick, right. you can come over and play Shutter's Revenge at my okay. house. Let's go. So yeah, let's do it right now. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Um, I'm there. Yeah. So you can find us uh, as a collective on Twitter at DTB Horror on Instagram at Destroy the Brain. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash destroy the brain and uh, join our Discord server. I opened up a channel today on that Discord server uh, called Halloween Decor. So if you're in the St. Louis area, we're going to try to figure out a collective of info for so everything's gonna be real picked over yeah yeah that's right no (laughs) let's let's work together work smarter make sure we get what we want yeah unless it's ray dunn shit i mean like uh, people pick that up to start fucking so yeah uh so we're doing that on discord and then we'll probably have some st louis like uh screenings and and giveaway stuff uh, mm-hmm. Happening soon, so cool. any articles yeah. coming up? Uh, yeah, I would love to publish your fucking <laughs> Freddy's Nightmares article, like the best episodes to watch. That will happen soon. Thank you very much. Right. All right, goodbye. Okay. I love you. Bye. 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 That's. I mean, look. I, I think we learned with like host. 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 <laughs> oh God! Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs>